Welcome to the Burst Leadership Podcast, short conversations designed to help you grow into a healthier leader, one who knows God, loves others, and embraces life. Sometimes it'll be like chatting together over a cup of coffee, and sometimes we'll take a deeper dive. Let's get started. Hi friends, I'm Brent Hoover, and today we come to the last of several principles in this very powerful relational area. In this section of our series, we've so far spoken about four relational principles, and here they are. Leaders are built in community. Leaders themselves build leaders. Leaders need to be involved in the daily responsibility of leadership. And leaders are built a few at a time. Now we come to the last of the relational dynamic principles. But before we do, let's step back for a moment. Remember, to be biblical, our leader development goal must be holistic. Our goal is developing the whole person, and that is our 5C goal. Later on, we'll take a deep dive into each of those areas. But in this series, we're talking about the effective process that will take you to your destination or the soil in which transformation can take place. The five C's speak of the end goal. We want to see a leader who truly walks with God, who lives in real community, giving and receiving love and is shaped by relationships. We want a leader who has a focus on growing true inner character, who has clarity in their calling from God and who has developed the gifts to serve. The big question is this. Once you have a clear goal, how do you take people to that destination? The 18 principles of effective leader development are really showing you how to take people to that destination. Many of these principles fall into four categories that we call the four dynamics of transformation. We first spoke about the important spiritual dynamics, and today we will finish the relational dynamic principles. So here it is, number eight. We must build the right ones. Choosing the right people to build into will determine your outcome as much as anything. You see, these principles are all very tightly interconnected with each other. Since it is leaders themselves who are building leaders, and since you build them a few at a time, then it follows that you had better choose them wisely. Just think about it. You're saying to this person, I'm going to share my life with you. It's a lot of time and effort. The hardest realization for any leader is to look at all the wasted time in your programs because you did not have the right kind of people involved. Yes, you want godly and faithful people, but those are foundational things that all disciples need to have. But to go to the next level, which is your leader training program, you need to look for more. On YouTube, we have a full training on this by Malcolm Weber, if you search for it. Look up LeaderSource SGA and go to the, the uh, PowerPoint called Leader ID, Identifying High Potential Emerging Leaders. It shows a biblical model and case studies. It's very practical and you should just listen to it because there's years of valuable wisdom there. But here, let me share the big ideas from that training, and they are two. 
Building the right ones means building, number one, those who think, and number two, those who act. Thinking and acting will determine how high and how far a person may go with what you give them. So let's say your church is starting a new Bible training program. You should not just choose nice Christians for your participants. In our training PowerPoint, there's a humorous graphic that shows a referral form for a potential student applying to a Bible school. Under the name, there are about nine boxes, and they all have the same descriptive word next to it. Nice, 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 nice. So we're not just looking for nice Christians. Actually, you should be looking for those who are good thinkers and people of action, because that will determine leadership potential. Jesus had a year of traveling and preaching in different places after he was baptized and before he appointed the twelve as his special apostles. So he had time to observe people and see what kind of men they were. So, likewise, you and your team should be observant people. Be on the lookout. And if you cannot do that, then find out from the community that the person is in what they are really like. In the whole process, Jesus was deeply dependent on God. He even spent a night of prayer on a mountain. But he also had a lifestyle of solitude and prayer. God led the church during their prayer times when they chose leaders. Paul also did this and chose Timothy after the community had testified what kind of person he was. He was a thinking and acting kind of person. Finally, it is wise, if you don't know enough about them, to test them. God tested people in the Old Testament. Jesus tested his disciples. Paul did it. Test them with opportunities or see how they work with certain people. In the end, you must do this by faith and be intentional. But your relationships with people will give you the most practical guidance in this. Finally, make it a life practice. Be looking to God for potential people to build into. Ask Him for the right ones. Once you do this, the adventure begins. It will change them, and it will change you. Go with God, and have a great day. This has been the Burst Leadership Podcast. For more resources on healthy leadership, check out our website, leadersource.org.